Would acquiring Derek Carr make the Saints a contender in the NFC? We'll get into that and also talk about a new defensive coordinator that's coming to New Orleans. All that right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome back inside another edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast presented by Boot Crew Media. And as always, this podcast is sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook, and you have a chance to get in on the action this Sunday with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. They have all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, plus all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Sportsbook's Happy Hour Super Boost. So check the DraftKings Sportsbook app kind of every day between 6 to 9 p.m., and you'll get updates to see what prop bets are boosted. Uh, again, this is going to be a really exciting Super Bowl. you got the Chiefs and Eagles, two really exciting rosters. You have the best quarterback in the game, one of the better ascending quarterbacks on the other side in Jalen Hurts. A lot of exciting pieces, A.J. Brown, Travis Kelsey, a lot to like about this matchup. So once again, guys, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code BOOT, that's all capital B-O-O-T, and new customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get $200 in bonus bets. Instantly, don't miss out. Again, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Now, let's get into the news of Monday. And then we'll get into Derek Carr because I'm, I'm very excited to kind of talk about this Derek Carr situation. But before we do that, let's talk about the Saints' new defensive coordinator. You think with the way this past season went for the Saints, really bad on offense, kind of lethargic at times, anemic, whatever your favorite adjective is that's negative and kind of condescending, that's probably what you'd use for the Saints' offense. That's the way it kind of went. And yet, looking at the staff, they're making wholesale changes at defensive personnel. Ryan Nielsen, co-defensive coordinator, he's now the full-time, drop the co-defensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons. Chris Richard, the other co-defensive coordinator who's done a really good job with the DBs over the last, I'd say, two seasons, he's no longer in the picture. Instead, he's moving elsewhere. Not doesn't have a job yet, but I'm sure he'll land somewhere. He's a really well-respected coach in the NFL. So they're gone. What happens next? Well, the Saints turn to an old friend of Dennis Allen's. They hired Joe Woods as their defensive coordinator. Now, this hire really ruffled a lot of feathers on Saints Twitter. And I think there are some arguments to be made why people can understand getting frustrated. But I think there's an important thing to kind of note when we have this conversation. So first off, who is Joe Woods? Well, he spent the past three seasons as the Cleveland Browns defensive coordinator. And according to advanced metrics and just looking at it, um, you know, after he was fired, they were ranked 20th in points allowed and 14th in yards allowed. Kind of put that in comparison with the Saints. The Saints were ninth in points allowed and fifth in yards allowed. So obviously Saints defense was better than the Browns defense. Not really surprised by that. We saw the way the Saints defense, particularly in the last two months of the season, really came on strong. So anyway, Joe Woods comes in. He's got experience. He's worked with the, the Broncos. More importantly, he's got the connection with Dennis Allen. They worked together in Oakland. At that time, he was the DB's coach while Dennis Allen was the head coach. And people hear that, and the immediate thing is panic, right? Uh, I joked on Twitter, I called him the Oakland Saints. And I think that that joke will probably continue for a little bit, especially since Dennis Allen hasn't really proven he can be a winner yet. 
That said, while everyone's kind of frustrated and worried about the future of the Saints defense now that Joe Woods and Dennis Allen are the two running this thing, here's where I say just relax for a second. The defense will continue to be run by Dennis Allen until he's no longer the head coach, whenever the hell that day is. But until then, it's Dennis Allen's defense, which means everyone else is playing a role in this with him being kind of the featured guy. So Joe Woods is probably going to come in and have a really, really big emphasis on DBs. That's what he's done, and that's his specialty. The Saints would be wise to have someone else come in and kind of help out with the run game because, man, there were times where that Browns defense got gashed in the run game this past season, and they'll go from there. So I do think the immediate reaction is, this is horrible, what a bad hire. And I'm not saying it's a great hire by any stretch of the imagination, so I want to make that abundantly clear. What I am telling you, though, is because Dennis Allen's a head coach and because Dennis Allen's primarily a defensive guy, he's probably going to have that that side of the ball straightened out regardless. But, but he wanted to make changes. It had to be in his vision. And you know what? It kind of, in a way, makes sense because you lose Ryan Nielsen to the Falcons, right? That's something that's kind of out of your control, okay? Because DA still wants to call plays. Nielsen gets to call plays in Atlanta. If Chris Richard is like, hey, I, all right, full-time defensive coordinator, I want to be the guy calling the plays, and DA says no, then it kind of makes sense. Joe Woods is probably coming in knowing he's not calling defensive plays. He's playing a minor role in assisting something. Or he is kind of the, the backup guy. Like, the, he's not coming in to call the shots. And I think that's where fans, it's easy to get frustrated. Lord knows I get frustrated an awful lot of times with this current regime. But I don't think this is the day to do it because this is the this is his side of the ball. And if he butchers this side of the ball, well, guess what? He's out of here after next season anyway. And I think this is what this boils down to while I before I, you know, kind of go on to the next subject, which is Derek Carr. This is the only thing I'll say for Saints fans. We're feeling justified, and it's not in a good way. The offense was terrible last year, 19.4 points per game. The defense was solid, like I said. You know, ninth in points allowed, fifth in yards allowed. So they did their thing. That's a top 10 unit. Offense was terrible. All the changes right now are being made on defense, none on offense. I mean, they're running this, this staff just pretty much the way it was to bring it back. And I know the counter argument is, well, if the Saints try to get a new OC or they try to get a new, you know, assistant coach on offense, they're in this line of, hey, there's a lot of job openings and who are you going to get? You can't always get who you want when there's other and better opportunities out there. And on one level, I totally understand that because there is logic to that. On the other hand, it's like you couldn't even at least try to make a move or make it seem like you wanted to make a move. That's where the frustration comes in. So I do think if Dennis Allen's trying to kind of win people's trust over this offseason, it's not going well. But it's still, it's still really early in the offseason. He's still got time to turn around. But it is fascinating, and I use that word lightly, to see the defensive staff getting overhauled and the offensive staff, it's kind of the just keep doing what you're doing type of mentality. But again, we'll see what happens, and we'll go from there. Now, one way the Saints can fix their offense, well, it's by getting the quarterback. And the one quarterback who's been linked to the Saints heavily over the last week, Derek Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, Derek Carr is going to bring out a lot of reactions. I just mentioned him, and I bet there's at least two, three, maybe four people that heard me say Derek Carr, and they immediately went, ugh, what, Derek Carr. Why do the Saints need Derek Carr? And I can get that for some people, right? I don't think he's a $40 million quarterback. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I said this last time I spoke about Derek Carr, and I'll say it every time I speak about Derek Carr. 
I don't think he's an elite quarterback. But there are three things we're going to say about Derek Carr, and then we'll keep going and continue this conversation. Number one, Derek Carr would become the best quarterback in the NFC South if he went to the Saints by a mile. He went to the Saints, he went to the Panthers, he went to the Bucs. Doesn't matter where he goes. If he went to the NFC South, whichever team he went to, that team would have the best quarterback in the division. And if you say, well, that's not saying much, I, I know it's not saying much. I look around, Matt Corral's on the Panthers, Desmond Ritter's on the Falcons, Mariota's on the Falcons, the Saints' best quarterback's Winston, but he'll probably get cut sooner or later. So there's really not a lot going on in this division. I get that. Bucks are riding with Kyle Trask. I get that. But that matters to have the best quarterback in your division. If you don't think so, look around. You see a team like the Eagles. I know their roster's great. But Jalen Hurts was the best quarterback in the NFC East this year by a wide margin, and that paid dividends. And I could say that for a lot of divisions. I look at the Jaguars. Who's the best quarterback in that division? It's by far and away Trevor Lawrence. And maybe the Jags don't have the best roster. Maybe they're a little bit inexperienced. But, man, they made it to the divisional round because they had the best quarterback in division, and when it was late in the season, he got hot. Now, I know Trevor Lawrence is better than Derek Carr, but it's the idea. Number two, Derek Carr's an upgrade over Andy Dalton. I'm getting really tired of the, the hot take going on Twitter with the, I'd rather have Dalton, or I think Dalton's better. Can we stop lying to each other? Can we stop lying to each other? Uh, you, you know, we see Derek Carr play against the Saints in October. He has a horrible game, and he was horrible. And then all of a sudden, Andy Dalton's better than Derek Carr? When did this happen? It's just baffling to me. I'm not, again, Derek Carr is not an elite quarterback. But Andy Dalton, before this Saints season, everyone's talking about he is, at this point in his career, just a backup. And that's it. So now I'm going to change my mind because Andy Dalton had some okay games here and there. He also had some bad games. Ravens game. Play terribly. Cardinals game, three interceptions, two of them being pick sixes. 49ers game, they didn't score a single point. Final game of the season, Sam Darnold had 43 passing yards and they lost because the offense couldn't do anything. And don't tell me, well, Andy Dalton wasn't to blame for that one. He missed a wide open Taysom Hill in the end zone. I am so tired of hearing on Twitter, I'd rather have Andy Dalton than Derek Carr. If you'd rather have Andy Dalton than Derek Carr, that's fine. And when the Saints win five games next year and they absolutely stink, I don't want to hear it from you. So that's where I'm at there. Now, number three. This is where I'm going to be fair. Yes, Derek Carr would be the best quarterback in the NFC South. Yes, Derek Carr would be an immediate upgrade over Andy Dalton. But no, Derek Carr would not make the Saints a Super Bowl contender. So what's fair is fair. I don't think Derek Carr, just plugging him by himself on this Saints team, all of a sudden makes them a Super Bowl contender. Now, you're going to hear that, though, and you're going to say, well, if he doesn't make them a Super Bowl contender, then why should you go after Derek Carr? Sometimes I don't think it's that simple. I think there are two things that all NFL fans want. We all want a franchise quarterback, and we all want our team to be Super Bowl or bust. But I think we have to accept that, A, not everyone gets a franchise quarterback, and B, sometimes we got to be a little bit realistic and be like, well, is the goal Super Bowl? And I look at the Saints team, and I'm sorry, the goal isn't Super Bowl. I think you got to start taking some baby steps. The goal is win a terrible division, which is the NFC South. I do think Derek Carr would help them get there. And guess what? You can't win the Super Bowl without getting to the playoffs. So getting over that first hurdle definitely opens things up. And then I know the counterpoint. Franchise quarterback thing, a lot of people want the Saints to tank and get Caleb Williams or Drake May. And trust me, I see the photoshops. I love seeing Caleb Williams in the Saints uniform, when it, even if it's Photoshop. But they're not going to tank. 
You know they're not going to tank. So why even get your hopes up that they're going to tank? If they were going to tank, you would have saw it with their actions this year. The moves that they're making, the things that they're saying, or they're trying to tell you that, oh, we can run this thing back. We had a down year, bad injury luck, and we'll be fine. And I don't know. Maybe they're right, and they're probably wrong, to be honest, but they're not tanking. And you know that the Saints, talent-wise, are not bad enough to have that number one pick. They're not. Look around the league. Do you really think the Saints have the worst roster in the NFL? Because I know they don't. I know they don't. So I, I just don't see that, that option happening, okay? So what does Carr give the Saints if he goes there? Well, he gives you stability at the quarterback position, and he gives you leadership at the quarterback position. Now, let's talk about stability. We can say whatever we want about Derek Carr. The one thing I know about Derek Carr is he really does not miss football games. From 2014 to 2022, I'll list the games played. 16 games, 16 games, 15 games, 15 games, 16, 16, 16, 17 games, 15 games. The two games he missed this year were because he got benched. So he's been healthy. He has been healthy. I know he had the broken leg earlier on in his career when he was playing MVP football, but he's been healthy ever since. And we know he's a good leader because you hear the way his teammates speak about him. But what I find very unfair to this Derek Carr thing. And again, I, I don't think Derek Carr is a franchise. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I do think the, the way you say franchise quarterback depends how loose you are with the term. But everyone likes to judge Carr over this season. And I, I get it. He had a bad season. But they'll, they'll give people who had terrible seasons, seasons plural, they'll give them a pass. Ah, it wasn't their fault. They just need a better team. And I'll use a case in point right here. I thought Jameis Winston deserved a second opportunity. And it, it really does sink the way this whole thing unfolded. But how come Jameis Winston can have five bad years in Tampa Bay and Saints fans are immediately like, oh, no, he's coming here. We'll, he'll figure it out. But Derek Carr has one terrible season with the Raiders with Josh McDaniels. And he's all of a sudden terrible. A year ago, he was in the playoffs. A year ago, he's a drive away from knocking out the Bengals in the opening round on the road. A year ago, his team lost their top wide receiver and their head coach in the same season, and they still made the playoffs with a special teams coordinator leading the charge. So that's, that's where I say things are unfair. And I think it goes for a lot of guys, not just Derek Carr. Dak Prescott had a terrible season. Dak Prescott's going to get ripped for the next six months till the, the Cowboys play football again, and he's got to play great football and then play great football in the playoffs before people get off his back. But for some quarterbacks, they can absolutely stink and everyone goes, ah, they need a second chance. Why is that? And don't tell me win-loss. Don't tell me he doesn't win a lot of games. Because I'm here to tell you right now. If you don't want Derek Carr, but you come around and you tell me, well, Chris, I'd be fine with the Saints getting Garoppolo. Get out of my face. Get out of my face with that. Because Jimmy Garoppolo is injury-prone. Jimmy Garoppolo is not reliable. Jimmy Garoppolo does not throw the ball past 15 yards. And good Lord, what does he not have in San Francisco? Elite running back, check. Elite tight end, check. Elite wide receiver, check. Great wide receiver, two in, in Brandon Ayuk, check. Elite offensive mind in Kyle Shanahan, check. So yeah, the Raiders acquired Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is a stud. But because Derek Carr had one bad season, all of a sudden he's a terrible quarterback? I don't know. Did we see all the Raiders draft picks they wasted while he was there? Did we see that they've had the worst defense cumulatively 
since he got drafted in 2014 to now in the NFL in that span? Or the head coaches he's been with? DA being one of them? Josh McDaniels being the other? Jack Del Rio being another one? John Gruden being one? I mean, you could make the argument that Jack Del Rio has been his best head coach. That's wild to me. A lot of quarterbacks would be out of the league at this point. So, again... I think context is important because Derek Carr does have his faults. I think he is bad under pressure. I do think that Derek Carr at times makes some stupid decisions. But good Lord, what's fair is fair. And I, I don't think people are fair with quarterbacks in general. And I think that's, that's a little bit ridiculous. You know? So that's where I'm at with this whole thing. And I think that another situation to bring into perspective because I remember this clearly. And I'll pull up the tapes if I have to. But before the 2021 season, so this is 2021 offseason, Rams are, are, are looking for a quarterback, and the Lions are shopping Matt Stafford. And, and this doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things because us fans can't control what the Saints do, and they weren't going after him anyway. But when Matt Stafford was available, I was like, man, I hope the Saints at least make a call and they pursue Matt Stafford because I, I, I think the world of Matt Stafford, uh, and I still do. And I remember a lot of people were against it for a couple of reasons, one of them being he doesn't win a lot of games. Boo-hoo, he plays in Detroit. And B, they're like, well, is he that good? I mean, what, is, what has he done? Sometimes we have to understand that as good as your QB can be, they can only overcome so much. And us Saints fans should know that better than anyone because prime Drew Brees was going 7-9 and because his defense was so pathetic. So we should know. We should be a little bit more sympathetic about these things. And yet we're not. And Stafford goes to the Rams. And in year one, wins a Super Bowl. And now, some people look at Stafford differently, as they should. He's always been a franchise quarterback. Some don't want to give him any credit because that's just a stubborn nature of us humans. But look at that trade. I, I, you know, you can say the Rams gave up a lot of picks. It was worth it. They won a Super Bowl. Now, again, I don't think Derek Carr comes to the Saints and they win a Super Bowl immediately. Nor do I think he's as good as Stafford. I would rank Stafford ahead of Derek Carr. No problem. Absolutely no problem I'd rank Stafford better than Derek Carr because I think he is better than Derek Carr. But my point still stands. This is a top 13, 14 quarterback available. The Saints need an upgrade. And we're going to be picky after we just watched Andy Dalton for 14 games? Something about that's just odd to me. And again, us Saints fans should know this. Finding a quarterback is hard. So I don't know if Derek Carr is a solution for five years. I don't know if he's a solution for two years. But I know the Saints are trying to win right now. I know they're trying to win the NFC South. It's a bad division. Derek Carr would help them get there. He absolutely would. Okay, so I think that would help the offense. And look at last offseason. Saints were going after Deshaun Watson heavily. I mean, there was a point where I was like, dude, do they not care what's going on off the field? Because they were so hell-bent on getting Deshaun Watson. Now they failed. But what does that tell me? The Saints are going to go after another veteran quarterback because they need a win now because if it doesn't happen this year, and by win now, I mean win the division, maybe win a playoff game. Dennis Allen's gone. And you got to start this thing over again. You got to start shipping veterans out. There's a lot that's at stake this offseason. So they're not going to tank no matter what you want. And they need an upgrade at quarterback. And they need someone that will be healthy, and a good leader. Derek Carr checks those two things off. And look, the Saints are trying to play a very, very conservative style of football. It's one of my knocks on Derek Carr, but it also technically fits him 
I think sometimes he is a little too conservative. So he's going to fit right in with that. And you want a quarterback who's played decent with bad coaching? Look no further than Derek Carr. I just mentioned before who he's been led by. Dennis Allen, Josh McDaniels, Jack Del Rio, John Gruden. So who's who of bad coaches? And don't tell me Gruden's great. Gruden was great. He wasn't great when he got back to the Raiders. By then, he was out of the league for 10 years. So, yes, I don't think the Saints are a Super Bowl contender with Derek Carr. But, man, they need an upgraded quarterback. We should be a little bit more fair and realistic, and I do think he would fit that. Now, last thing before I go. Should they trade for him? Should they cut? Or should they just wait if he gets cut? Saints got to know if he's going to sign with them. Because if he's not going to sign with them, but you really want Derek Carr, you can give up your fourth-round pick, and I would not bat an eye. I see a lot of people going, oh, you, you can't give up a pick for Derek Carr. You can't give up a pick for Derek Carr. Well, he's not going to cost you your first-round pick. I know that. He's not going to cost you your second-round pick. That's how poorly the Raiders have fumbled this entire situation. So do you care that much for pick 70? Or do you care that much for pick 110 or whatever it is? And if the answer is no, then yeah, just ship it out so you know that you got your guy for next season. And again, and I've been saying this an awful lot lately, Saints day three picks have been bad. Flat out bad. Like, don't make the roster, don't hear of them ever again type of bad. So I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it if they have to. I'd rather they get him as a free agent so you don't give up anything. But would I rather have Derek Carr or a fourth round pick? I'd rather have Derek Carr. And I think sometimes it comes down to that. So we'll see what happens. But I, I think people just have a little bit more perspective because I see everyone's side to the story when they say, don't go after Derek Carr. I see it because I know when Derek Carr struggles. I know it. And it's frustrating. But you got to see the other side too because the Andy Dalton stuff, I cannot watch another year of Andy Dalton. I cannot. No disrespect to Andy Dalton. He had a nice career for a second round pick out of TCU. But enough's enough. Like, it, enough is enough. I do not want to watch another year of Andy Dalton. So we'll see what happens. But I do think Derek Carr does make an awful lot of sense for the Saints. And I, I kind of think they have to be the front runner right now for his services. But we'll see what happens. And it'll be fascinating to see how this all plays out. But that's going to do it for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for the Houdat Nation. You can get more content here, not just at Straight Up Saints, but Boo Crew Media. A lot of Pell's work, a lot of other stuff going on. Make sure you guys check it out and subscribe to the YouTube page. But that's going to do it. Enjoy your upcoming week, guys. And let's see if the Saints make some splashy moves, particularly at the quarterback position. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast.